Welcome to Club Happy Earth, the podcast. I'm Skylar, the human behind Happy Earth Habits, and this is a podcast branch off of our community group, Club Happy Earth. Club Happy Earth is a community full of earth lovers ready to make big change on this planet. It's a place to build friendships, have heartfelt convos, and inspire each other. Now we're taking some of the conversations we have in the group to this podcast so you can listen to them on the go in your busy life. Everything from our monthly vibe workshops to interviews with eco-friendly experts and more. Thank you so much for tuning in and welcome to the club. Hello and welcome back to the Club Happy Earth podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Skylar, the human behind Happy Earth Habits. And I am so excited for this episode. This is going to be our highlight reel of the monthly vibe for 2022. Um, So we're going to go through this is Skylar's favorite things from the monthly vibe, my biggest takeaways. And yeah, one, before we even get into it, I want to just start off by thanking you guys for all your love and support. This has been a huge year for me and Happy Earth Habits. And I just am so excited for all the things to come and just all of the magic that has been created because of you guys. Um, thank you for all of your support and all of your passion towards the environment and caring about the planet. It's been awesome to get to help support you guys on your earth loving journey and just helping you find community in it and giving tips and tricks. So I am so beyond thankful for you guys and I just am so excited for all things to come. 2023 is going to be even better. So yeah, I cannot wait. All right. So before I get into the month by month breakdown, I want to just do a blanket statement for each one. If you are curious and want more information, check out the monthly vibe because we are doing a recap of all the topics in the group. So we'll be on day five um, when this podcast comes out. We're recording a little early. That's a 12 days of sustainability. So um, there'll be 12 days of awesomeness that you can go learn and they're kind of the big highlight things of each month. And then if you still are wanting more, go binge that content in the monthly vibe tab on the Geneva group because it is all through there. So just scroll all the way up. And then in 2023, we're going to work on a recap of all that. So you'll have that as a resource as well. And so without further ado, we're going to get into it to start us off. We're starting in February with sustainable style. We talked all about how to shop sustainably, sustainable fashion, how to build yourself a conscious closet and what that looks like. I had such a fun time with this because I went to school for sustainable fashion, so I geeked out on this. I think my biggest takeaway in the to-do for this, so I tried to focus them all on more of like the to-dos so that you could leave this podcast episode with a to-do list of like how to be more eco-friendly and maybe pull this through in your everyday life. But mine is to buy less for sustainable fashion. That is something that I need to check myself on is just like, I have so many clothes. See if I have something in my closet that will work. I think also working on defining your personal style a little bit more so that you have pieces that work with other pieces. That's something that I think I took away most from that was like really defining a personal style so that you're not buying these whack ass trendy ass one-off pieces that don't go with anything else in your closet and just getting really clear on that and then checking yourself on buying things I definitely have a list on my phone of things that I want and things that I might be able to thrift and I leave it on there for a little bit before I buy it so that I can try to avoid impulse buying but we are all also human and 
there's lots of ads and enticing things that make you buy things. So that's something reflecting on this year. I want to be better at moving forward. Next is March. March was all about mindset around sustainability. And I think this is something that is really important to me because I think I have a pretty different mindset around this. I try to bring a lot of compassion into it and uh, not beating yourself up around it. I think I always say, I hate saying save, we got to save the earth. We got to save the planet because I think that the energy of that is just off. I think mama earth would be fine without us if we weren't here. I mean, as sad as that is, she would live long past us. Um, and if you look at the way the dinosaurs were and all that kind of stuff, like we don't need to save her. She, we need to live more in alignment with her. And that's one of my biggest takeaways is like, how, how do we live in more alignment with the planet? And when we live in alignment with the planet, I also think like mama earth as an energy wouldn't want us to be doing things that were out of alignment for ourselves or that were causing us to beat ourselves up. And I think that the way that humans are, we can co-live on this planet with her and we can live in alignment with her. And when we slow down and we listen, most of the time, things that are in alignment with Mama Earth are also in alignment with ourselves. So in terms of mindset, I always check myself like, what would Mama Earth want? And know that it's not about being perfect. And it's about making Mama happy. Um, and you make your friends happy and relationships. You're, you know, you make people happy, but you also do things for yourself and it's not always perfect and it's okay to make mistakes. So I always think about that. I think about how can we do better, not be perfect. And I think in the sustainability world, a lot of the narrative is all about perfection, especially as a sustainable content creator. It's, there's a lot of stuff about perfection and, oh, you're not this, you're not that there's plastic in that blah, 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 blah. And that's just scary. And it's almost like a boundary that causes people not to be more eco-friendly because it's like this fear of perfectionism. They want to be perfect. They think they have to be perfect on it. So my biggest takeaway on that is to just be soft and conscious and charismatic with yourself along your journey and know that it's not going to be perfect and it's not supposed to be perfect and it's all okay. Next is April, food that makes mama happy. Whew, this was a big one for me because I talked about how I went from being vegan to not being vegan and eating meat. And actually, breaking news, I started to eat some dairy again, which is big for me as well. I am being pretty conscious about the kinds of dairy that I'm eating. I try to get local and um, all organic, clean cheese that supports the farmers. And that was the same journey with the meat is I'm looking for clean stuff. And I think along my journey, it was just something that my body was wanting and craving. So I definitely have a cut down on my meat. I don't eat meat every single day, but I do also, it's important for my body right now where I'm at and that's always able to ebb and flow. And so I think that goes with your March mindset of not beating yourself up and bringing that into the stuff around food. I also think something that I really enjoyed about April and like making food that makes mama happy was shopping local, supporting local, going to the farmer's markets and making food homemade versus buying all the processed food. The environmental footprint of that processed food is so much more. And if you are maybe somebody who eats meat or enjoys cheese, buying things, whole foods that are like fresh and then making things is always a great option because you can lower your food footprint that way. 
so yeah, that was my biggest takeaway from that is just like leaning into the local and making food and all that kind of stuff. May was all about our waste. What's up with our waste? I think this was really cool because we got to dive deep into landfills and inspecting our trash and understanding where it goes and understanding like away is not necessarily always away. And even though it's out of your house, you take your trash out, it's still being, it's still affecting our environment in some way. And just understanding that, understanding like how can you personally cut down on your waste and also understanding like what happens to things in the landfill. What happens to things when they get recycled? Why is composting such a big deal? And I think for that, composting is huge. It's a great thing that you can do. And anything that you can figure out creative ways to reuse your waste is an awesome thing to do because we definitely have a problem with waste and landfills and the just amount of things that get thrown out every single day is mind-blowing. And um, I think anytime that you can just look and see what you're throwing out and figure out how can I make this less is going to be a great option. I think through that, the tactical to do would be to actually just pay attention to what you're throwing out. Look at your trash. Every time you take it out, just look through it and see what am I throwing out? Is there an eco-friendly swap for it? And then just start making things one swap at a time or figuring out a better option for it and going from there. So next would be June living local. We talked all about the power of community, supporting local businesses, supporting like a community-based cycle, um, whether it's for products, whether it's for trash, and just how there's so much power in community. And that's where the change happens. That's where we see the change being made. And I just think it's so, so cool to lean into your community, whether it's your local community, whether it's your online community. Um, we talk about buy nothing groups. We talk about farmers markets. We talk about community compost. Those are just some of my favorites. And just thinking how cool it is, how we can take your waste and turn it into somebody's treasure via thrift stores and buy nothing groups. And then how you can partner with different things at the farmers market, like seeing how those vendors partner with each other and turn certain waste things into other stuff. Um, seeing how community compost drop-offs can help support those local farms. Um, I just think it's really, really cool. And this is one of my favorites was like living local and the power of shopping small as a small business ourselves. Like we really try to work with other small businesses and local businesses and how can we support that and come together as a community more. And then um, I also just think in terms of change and where we see that happening and it is through conversation it is people to people and that's a big thing that we see in the environmental movement is that grassroots activism that is rooted in conversation and rooted in community so I love being able to lean into that local aspect of things. July was peace out plastic we all know her we hate her her name is Plastic, and Plastic is a huge issue. It takes tons and tons of resources to pre be produced, to only be used for minutes, if not seconds, and then thrown out, and then that lasts forever. Well, our plastic footprint will definitely outlive our actual footprint, or like our fossil footprint, when you look at looking back on those dinosaurs, wow, the dinosaurs are really in this episode today, but when you look at um, those dinosaur fossils and we're seeing those, 
we will know that the plastic will actually outlive those. Um, plastic never goes away. It just breaks down into smaller and smaller pieces. And um, those are called microplastics. And microplastics are now in almost everything. And so I just think that when we try to eliminate or lower the amount of plastic we use in our day-to-day life, it not only helps our planet, but it also affects our health. I just posted TikTok actually talking about sneaky ways that microplastics come into our life. And some of them were shocking to me. One of them, the most shocking was sea salt, that there's plastic found in sea salt because it comes from the ocean and there's so much microplastics in the ocean that it's actually in the sea salt, which is wild. Um, It's also been found in snow in the Alps where there would be no way. How would plastic be up there? Um, Which is crazy. So I think that anything that you can do to lower your plastic use is going to be really helpful. I know it can be overwhelming because we are, we use a lot of plastic and any way that you can do that is great. I think to focus on your like single use plastic is a great way to start. So that's what I would recommend. Look for those sustainable swaps, the reusable swaps so that you can say peace out to plastic. Next is balling on a budget. And with this, I think this is a lot of times people are like, whoa, being eco-friendly might be more expensive. Wrong. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Some things, yes, are definitely more of an investment up front, but over time they're going to save you money. So this was the most fun and most loved by the group because we talk about all the ways that you can ball on a budget and still be eco-friendly. And so, yes, I think my favorite part of this was doing the math on the price comparisons of like shampoo bars and conditioner bars versus plastic bottles. You can save over $150 a year on average just by switching to bar shampoo. They last longer. You're not paying for water and plastic and yeah, they're just more concentrated and they last way longer. So over time you save more money. Same with the leaf razor. Everybody, $87. That's every single TikTok comment that I hear. $87. Go watch my video. Go watch my TikTok where I do the price comparison because over your life, you will save thousands of dollars on a razor because this leaf razor is built to last forever. There's a lifetime warranty on it and buying the replacement blades for it comes down to pennies and nickels versus spending $16, $17 on a pack of blades of plastic with a bunch of bullshit that you don't need. So that is like one of my favorite takeaways from it make sure to check that out. But I always say like investing in reusables that will last for a long time are going to be the most sustainable way to ball on a budget and still be eco-friendly. And I think a lot of times you're going to save a lot more money because you're buying less, you're shopping local, you're doing bulk, you're skipping the all the extra stuff that raises prices in these products. And yeah, just going back to the basics. Another thing on like the balling on a budget is how you are trying not to buy new things and looking and using what you have and just not always having to be in that consumer cycle of buy, buy, buy. You're definitely going to save a lot more money. So balling on a budget. Next up is September. September was beauty. I think this one was cool for me because I definitely got more into makeup. I wasn't a big makeup girly. um, And thank you, TikTok, because I had to do makeup videos. I definitely got better at doing my makeup, but I enjoyed doing it more. We got to talk with 
the founder of Izzy Mascara, well, Izzy Zero Waste Makeup, and got to learn a little bit more about that. We got to talk about clean beauty and just how important it is to double check the chemicals and all that stuff that you're putting on your face and how a lot of our favorite sustainable beauty brands are certified clean beauty. So they're without the chemicals or without all the extra shit that's being put on your face and coming from somebody who struggled with acne and hormonal acne. I had to be very conscious about what I was putting on my face because a lot of things would break me out. And I just had a lot of fun being able to play and see all the cool innovations and the sustainable beauty. So yeah, I definitely like up leveled my makeup routine and got it to be on lock. I just really enjoy it now. Next is October. October was all about celebration. So kicking off that last quarter of the year, I think for me, boom, mind blown. Did you know that your waist goes up dramatically during the last quarter of the year? Because of all the holidays, you have Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Hanukkah, New Year's, all of it. Kwanzaa, you're celebrating it. You're going. It's crazy. There's waste everywhere. You're throwing shit out. Yes, that is how your waste goes up. I don't know what I just blacked out. I don't know what that was. I was like going for it. Okay. Anyways, your waste goes up during the year. And I just think that it's a really cool time to check yourself, to slow down, to be like, how can I do this more eco-friendly? And my favorite thing from this was just how many cool options there were on how to be more eco-conscious and still celebrate and still like do it in a fun way and still participate in it and be here for the experience not as much of the buying and the the consumerism behind it all and figuring out fun innovative ways to participate without making a big footprint on the planet Next is November. Um, November was eco-friendly dinner parties, hosting, and just I loved this one because we really got to lean into the community. I think also during this time of year, you're going to a lot of parties, you're being at a lot of parties, and you're socializing more. You're maybe hosting parties. So it's important to the you're able to be more in a community. And I think my biggest takeaway from this, along with all of the fun ways to host more sustainably and be a more sustainable guest and all that kind of stuff. I think my number one thing was the conversation and the community that is built around this. And I think like I was talking about before, it is a great time to connect in with your friends, family, and talk about the things that light you up that you're passionate about. And um, if you're listening to this podcast, it's probably about how much you love the planet and how you're on this eco-friendly journey. And I think that this is just a cool time to inspire people, whether it's bringing a cool vegan dish or a plant-based dish or a cool reusable water bottle. It's always a a topic of conversation. It's always a conversation starter. And you can always spread the word and share and inspire people to be more eco-friendly. I think that's one of my biggest takeaways from it. So Then December was all about recapping everything, setting goals for 2023, setting your sustainability goals, holding yourself accountable to those, and then also having a sustainable holiday. We put some stuff in the group for that as well. So um, make sure that you tune in to the next episode. I'm going to talk about setting goals, how to set goals, what my sustainability goals are, um, and just how to incorporate sustainability into 2023 with ease and grace. Um, and yeah, 
I think that's pretty much it. We are going to be making some updates and changes in Club Happy Earth too. So stay on the lookout for them. They're all super exciting and fun. We're going to up level a lot of things. So make sure to keep your eyes peeled for that. We have some cool guides coming your way. We have some updates to the monthly vibe. We're going to be switching it to quarterly. Stay tuned for a name. We haven't landed on one completely yet, but starting January 1st, we're going to have four overarching bigger themes for us to dive into that cover a big span of lots of different things. And there's going to be some more community in there. We're going to really lean into the community aspect of it. We're going to try to highlight some different stories. And yeah, we're just really, really excited for that. And we're ready for up level and we're going to do some fun and new things. We're going to try to get it really tactical, really um, just big pictures that we can have a deeper understanding and stronger takeaways on how to embed that into your life. So yeah, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being on this journey with me. Thank you for supporting Club Happy Earth, Happy Earth Habits and myself throughout this because it does not go unnoticed have an amazing holiday season sending you all of the love to you your family hopefully you get some time to enjoy mama earth too and with that we're out you know what to do follow us on instagram and tiktok on instagram we are at happy earth habits on tiktok we are at sky saba and make sure to join club happy earth if you are not joined already and if you are give us some love in there comment share do all the things so Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to Club Happy Earth, the podcast. If you want more people-to-people connection, make sure to join Club Happy Earth, our free community group on the Geneva app. You can use the link in the show notes to get started. And if you're already a club member, make sure to let us know your favorite part of the episode. For more low-waste and eco-friendly content, check out Happy Earth Habits on Instagram and TikTok. And if you know a friend who would love this convo, make sure to send it to them. Thank you so much for listening. Catch you next time.